0: All right, everybody. Hey, it's Monday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown man. And we're in the seven mile casino studios, seven I need to get that new logo, Alex. I got to get that new logo on the seven mile casino because I, I got to put it up on my monitors. I've seen you uh, use it during breaks during the YouTube show. I got to get that new logo. Do I have it? I don't know if I have it. Maybe you could send it to me <laughs> any help. Um, okay. Listen, seven mile casino is such a great place. Hey, it's Monday. How about Monday Night Football? Raiders, Packers tonight? You're playing blackjack, poker, other table games. Games are on. Food's amazing. No smoking. Awesome. Only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego, Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. Uh, shout out to our friends from Torrey Holistics and California Holistics. Uh, if you use cannabis for sleep, for anxiety, for recreation, uh, however you use cannabis, whether you drink it, uh, whether you vape it, if you use flour, if you like gummies, they've got it all at Tory Holistics and California Holistics. They got all the brands you like. And if you don't know the brands you like, you talk to the bud tenders there. I, I listened to a guy the other day, like explain to somebody how to use a particular product. I was so impressed. I literally was listening to this guy over here, explain to this person while I was, you know, kind of checking out over here. So uh, Tory Holistics, California Holistics, our promo code is amazing and you save 20% when you uh, use that promo code. In fact, I gave it to the guy who was standing next to me. I was listening to him. And uh, 20% when you spend $75 or more at Torrey Hillistics in California Hillisticks. Quick shout out to my guy, Gary Cooper, 858-376-1299. And if you're thinking about a move in real estate right now, please just talk to this guy. And I say it like that because it's such a complicated time. Prices are higher. Interest rates are higher. Are they on their way back down? Um, Is now the right time, even though the prices are what they are and the rates are what they are. Talk to a pro. Are you you some crazy about Gary. Yeah. Tell me.
1: I messaged him and asked him if he knew anybody to help out, uh, over in Washington. Cause Mars friend is trying to buy properties in Washington. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I will interview realtors for her. I will guide her through the process. I will make sure she has all the, that the people that she purchases from have the same standards as me mm-hmm. and I will get her. I can, what do you say? I also have access to out of state loan so we can do a pre-approval for her as well.
0: What more do you got to say? No, sweetheart of a guy. And
1: also they're celebrating the 20th anniversary, May, October
0: 20th. That's incredible. Crazy. 20 years in business. That's hard. That's amazing. Call Gary, 858-376-1299. Let him give you that same level of service that he offered uh, Alex's people. All right, listen, it's Monday. We got a ton to get to. Let's start. Hey, great friends. What's happening on a Monday afternoon? Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man from the Seven Mile Casino Studios getting ready for a little Monday night football action tonight between the Packers and the Raiders coming off another amazing weekend of NFL football, college football (coughs) stories, baseball playoffs getting started. Uh, So much that happened over the course of this weekend. And we're just getting onto the radio. Tonight we'll be on TV from 7 to 8 p.m. Just getting onto the stream of YouTube, all the audio podcast platforms, and happy to have everybody here on Monday afternoon. Grande Brown ma'am I can tell you guys that this weekend I went to my first ever Boise State College football game. I've been to the Blue Field before, I've never seen a football game there. Completely sold out, packed house for homecoming. I, I think it was homecoming. It was called Parents' Weekend. You know what? That's probably different. Homecoming's probably different now they think about it. Mm-hmm. And Sold out, packed house against San Jose State, which kind of surprised me because if it was San Diego State, San Jose State, there'd be like 10,000 people in Snapdragon. If Pink plays, 33,000. But um, I watched. not have to say that. Well, <laughs> you know what? It just bothered me. Like I was there and I'm like, Boise State, San Jose State, 35,000 people. What an atmosphere. I mean. Boise State's getting beat up in the first half. They make this dramatic comeback in the second half. The crowd was going crazy. Every time they score, the lights flicker on and off. I mean, just it was a, and the whole game, there's stuff going on in between timeouts. There's promotions and events. And it seems like the community really gets out and su- supports the team because it's Boise it's and Boise. that's their NFL team. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't have everything we got going on here in San Diego. So I acknowledge that. But it was, I was like, wow, this is unfortunate because as much as we complain about the Mountain West Conference, I'm not saying it's like that every week, but San Jose State, Boise State made it feel like a big time game. It, I swear to you guys, it felt big time. I guess, um, you know, just unfortunate. We know the team's not very good here. So I guess that's part of the problem. We didn't uh, lose this weekend. Pardon me? We didn't lose this weekend. Yeah, it was nice to have a buy. <laughs> nice to have a buy. Yeah. Got to start really
2: somewhere, man. You got to build. Got to be
1: something, dude. Yeah. Got
0: So I was at Boise state this weekend and that was fun. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. Uh, They got a downtown area. That's kind of a lot like the gas lamp in downtown San Diego, where people are just partying and going bar to bar and the streets are alive. And it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, but then I will just tell you guys this. I don't know if you guys remember the story from Friday. I wanted to drive from San Diego to LAX. And then I wanted to fly to LAX and drive home. My girlfriend who is much smarter than I am much smarter. She said that's a terrible idea. By the time you drive two hours and park, and then 40 minutes on a shuttle and by the time you get into the airport, and then when you get back, by the time you wait for the shuttle and the shuttle gets you to the parking, and then by the time you drive home, it's like six hours of time. It's a hundred dollars of gas. It's a hundred dollars of parking. Why don't you just fly from San Diego to LA, LA to Boise, back to LA, back to San Diego, so much faster and easier. And the layover in LA, is you know shorter than the drive. Well, don't you know? Saturday morning, my alarm goes off at 5 a.m. Uber's picking me up at 5 15 to take me to the San Diego airport. Hold on. Timeout. Uh huh. Your alarm to wake up was
1: at five a.m. Uh-huh. And your Uber left at five fifteen? Uh-huh. What are you doing? That what you... was what? That's you
2: telling people this? Timing. That can't be right. Why?
0: What's wrong with that? Oh,
2: well,
0: there's no shower. There's barely enough time for a toothbrush in there. Did,
1: did you sleep with your bags
2: on your chest?
0: So I am completely self-contained, totally packed, ready to go. Okay. I, I showered, changed, and everything. Had my clothes laid out the night before and woke up and uh, brushed my teeth and um, had a pretty fresh haircut, so never really did much with the hair. Just, well, here's what happened, though. But here, let me explain what happened. <laughs> So I'm that's getting ready timing, to leave. Man. So that's, five fifteen—that's efficiency. But dude, five fifteen because the flight's at six thirty, out of mm-hmm. San Diego. Okay, I get a text from United. Hey, um, sorry, but your flight's Ooh. been delayed from San Diego to LA till eleven a.m. Oh, I, I don't know if anybody saw this on, or not. On Friday night, the fog Ooh. started to roll in, dude. I was at a high school football game. My daughter was in this high school uh, homecoming court. And she went. So, she did not. She she said that the girl who's dating the quarterback and the quarterback were gonna win, and that's exactly what happened.
1: Classic high school good to th- good to see things have never changed. Yeah. yeah. And
0: so, so um, uh, but I had a great time. She did too, man. I was so proud of her and so happy for her. And so Friday night, the fog starts to roll in for the second half of the game. Guys, Browner, you remember the Bears and the Eagles, the fog bowl?
2: Yeah.
0: You could not see anything on the field between these two high school football teams, and there was no scoring in the second half. I mm. mean, I don't know how anybody saw anything. The players couldn't probably see.
2: Hand that thing off.
0: So, the, so the the fog rolls in Friday night, Saturday morning. Flights, I guess, were not getting out of San Diego. So I'm sitting on a 5:15 a.m. Uber, and I got it. And now, what am I going to do? The flights at 9 a.m. out of L.A. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to Uber to LAX. At 5.15 in the morning. The whole game plan was to leave. At 6 a.m. in my own car. Mm.
1: So why don't you just drive. At that point.
0: Because dude. I was like. Like you're saying. 5 a.m. wake up. 5.15 departure. My head's spinning. I don't know how to use the freaking app. For United. Blah, blah, blah. So the Uber driver takes me to LAX. Right. I go to LAX. Go to Boise. Last night. Leave Boise, five o'clock, uh, get to LAX at whatever time it was, call it six, six fifteen. Flight's delayed till eight p.m. By the time I wound up landing in San Diego, call it about 9 30. Had I driven my own car, I probably would have been home by 8 30. So it's not a big deal. No, the it's Friday not. one sucks. It's not, it's not a big deal.
1: Yeah.
0: But but the fact is, had I you just right. controlled what I could control. I can drive from San Diego to LAX. I can get on a plane at LAX and go to Boise. I can fly from Boise to LAX. I can get my car and drive back and I'm home. Yeah. In the end, it really was the difference of about an hour and 45 minutes, maybe two hours that I was late. That's all two hours late. That two hours I could have driven home. So, so you
1: never went to San Diego airport Friday. So
0: you missed Saturday. I never, went, I never Saturday, went Saturday. So you missed
1: that flight, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And they still let you do the the jump on the L.A. one, obviously.
0: I was already. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I already had both boarding. So passes. like
1: all the people that were on that flight with you, mm-hmm. they missed the connection. Probably
0: if they were going to Boise. Left,
1: right. Because you left L.A. Yeah. Right. I'm just interested.
0: every person. I'm Diego, wondering if you were the only to person. That, no, I'm wondering no. if you were the only person to do that. I wasn't. I wasn't. Because here's why I met two guys that were taking that were boarding the flight from LAX. Here's what happened to these guys. They had a Southwest flight. Southwest sent them a text and said, "Hey, guys, flight's delayed or canceled or whatever." So they were like, "We got to get there. We got to get there." So they booked this United flight. So, so they booked United now to Boise, with the stop in L.A. So they booked it at like four something in the morning, and then by the time they're heading down to the San Diego airport, they get a text from United, oh, like, "Hey, man. it's been so there." So United took their money and let them buy the ticket at no four, and then by I, four thirty, 30, they were, they were, you know, whatever. They but the were great sh-
1: thing about, the great thing about, and there's not a lot of great things I say about airlines. You can cancel anything within 24 hours. They got their money back.
0: You can cancel anything within 24 hours? What do you mean? Yeah. If
1: you book it uh-huh. and
0: you don't like, and
1: the flight is not leaving, you can get your money back. Oh, okay. Within well, yeah. 20, you can, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think, so, so Rachel, Pain in the like ass, she, but- she handles stuff like, I can't handle stuff like this. She handles stuff like this. So she'll go to United and she'll be like, Hey, that flight, at six 30 was delayed till 11 and he had to go to LA to get on it and had to you know buy an Uber or whatever. We we want a refund on that. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if it'll happen, but she'll, you'll probably, yeah, get yeah you'll get your you'll money.
2: Get Listen, man, sometimes you just got to go with what you know, dog. You got to dance with the girl that borrowed you. All right. You won't control. You want to be able to drive. Do that, man. Now you, but now you've gotten the freedom to do that now. Cause you took her advice. You gave her away an opportunity. It did not help you succeed in your mission. So now you get to go back to what you want to do. Right. And but, I haven't, really
0: but I haven't gloated like, hey, I told you.
2: Ain't no need. Ain't, no, ain't no need. Ain't no need.
0: Yeah. Ain't, no need. Ain't, yeah. ain't no need. You already right. won. Right. You already and, won. And, and she hasn't like said anything like, Sorry my bad. About that. Yeah. I kind of talked you into that. You know, and not only did you have the first leg get delayed by four hours and <laughs> you had to take an Uber up there, and then the second leg got delayed by four How much was the Uber? Hours. Um, like almost 200 bucks.
1: Yeah. I was going to say that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Some uh, those deals. I'm having issues with Uber. My rating is fine. I have a 4.9 rating. Hey, but I well. feel I, rides won't confirm. Like they take forever to confirm. Are you pre-tipping? Yeah. To the hell no. Never pre-tip. I've
0: ever. never seen pre-tip. How do you pre-tip? I don't know how to pre-tip.
2: Uh, I thought they had a feature that allows you to tip.
0: What I know nothing you- of free. T- I know nothing of pre-tips. Right, this is news okay. to me okay. only post tips I'm
3: okay. and by the way
0: a lot of times with post tips it takes me a long time like i won't i won't tip until the next time i so, use the uber yeah, app
1: exactly and that might be my issue because at that point i'm like ah. you're a slow tipper got <laughs> on time if tip, slow, slow tipper, tipper. If, how about if i tip like that's like, I, like a week later i'm like ah, was that guy i don't even remember what was
0: i mean either and i'm like whatever 20 yeah. yeah. percent, because that's what i got to do yeah. uber, man, but like, you got a car
1: to, to the point where saturday night i'm just like Yo, like I'm sitting at this brewery trying to get home and waiting 25 minutes for someone to confirm. I hit, I downloaded Lyft. I've never been a Lyft guy. I had to get Lyft and I got Lyft and boom, two minutes, he's there. How far are we talking? Me or Mesa to North Park. Okay. Solid that's, that's $25 a... ride. You know, you were gonna, walk, you're that's gonna that's... tell
0: him he could walk. You were you, yeah. gonna tell him to walk. You'd be like lazy no. ass walk. No, no, no. My, <laughs> my
1: my my I would say you browner, you know where I'm I, I,
0: I knew, dog. Brown, I hear the tone of the question.
1: My uh my radius is like Adams Avenue to like Underbelly. I'll walk that, no problem. Okay, that's good. Any, that's good. Distance. Anything after that, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably gonna Uber. Probably like Normal Heights. I am ain't trying to go through that neighborhood, man. Like, yeah, South Park. Yeah. I'm not gonna go through that canyon. You get eaten by the coyotes around here. I'm gonna oh, tell thanks. you right now.
2: If I get drunk, I'll walk home from anywhere. So therefore, I don't. Yeah. I I try not to do it. If I get, I, I will walk home from yeah. the desert. I don't no. care. Well, no,
1: I wasn't drunk. That might have been, you know, a conversation with drunk me, but I was very If sober I could tell you right Mira now, Mesa.
2: if I had been in mere Mesa drunk, I'd be like, let me pull out my phone. Let me see what, there's got to be a road that cut through this somewhere. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, I have a new phone and there's some feature Yeah. on all of my, like I made a reservation Friday night for dinner. Mm-hmm. I had met some friends and I don't know what I hit, mm-hmm. but Google calendars thinks I'm walking everywhere because they're like, Hey, two hours for your reservation. You better start walking. They wink. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's it's going to take you an hour to get there. It's going to take you an hour forty five minutes to get to Mission Valley. It's like, why? What's happening? Oh, it thinks I'm
0: walking. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's good. That's really funny.
2: Your phone was like, "Hey, get yeah. to it. Wink, wink, Keep going. Mm-hmm. Put your shoes on."
0: All right, let me uh let me do this. Let let me get started because there was a lot going on this weekend. I mean, a lot. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios here on Kaplan and Crew. Glad everybody's with us on radio on TV on YouTube, on all the audio podcast platforms. Those of you who catch up to us on social or uh, or you get our newsletter, whatevs, dude. Uh, glad everybody's here. So, fellas, as far as the weekend goes, you, I would love for you guys to tell me. I, I think of the Rams and the Eagles. That's something that's top of my mind, but I'll tell you this. Um, I think I may have been only one of a couple of people outside of Denver and New York watching the Jets and the Broncos. I loved the fact that the Jets won that game. And Nathaniel Hackett got a little bit of revenge, if you will, on Sean Payton. I love seeing Sean Payton go off on Russell Wilson. So that's kind of one of my NFL storylines that's top of mind. Uh, the Cowboys last night getting ham slammed by the 49ers is something that's definitely on my mind. And I'm sure you guys, I'll throw it to you. NFL storylines coming in on Monday?
1: NFL storylines?
0: Yeah. There's only one. Because we There's got because because don't get me wrong, Alex. We got college football. We got mm-hmm. baseball. We got a lot going on. But uh, talk about I no mean,
1: baseball. it looks like uh, locally, yeah. It looks like L.A. has the new Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne on their hands in L.A. Ooh, because man. those two dudes together, I told you, I don't think Puka is going to start sucking because they don't play the same position, and they they are very good together. Mm-hmm. If the Rams' offensive line could stay healthy, which they can't. But if that Rams offensive line can figure it out, or if Sean McVay will just stop playing three wide receivers and maybe keep a blocking tight end every once in a while. like Run more. Those two dudes, well, you can't run against the Eagles. Like You knew they weren't going to run against the Eagles. But you knew they could pass all day on the Eagles. And those two dudes together, I like it. I like it a lot. I will say
2: this. The number one story for me was last night. And I don't know how anybody could go around what they have. I know we hate talking about this because this always proves itself to be true at the end or at some point during the season. The Cowboys are so overrated. And the second they play a competent team with a decent quarterback and a good head coach, they get smoked. They get smoked. They're not even in the same state when it comes to talent or, or coaching as the San Francisco 49ers. That was bad and embarrassing on every level, and most importantly, the Dak Prescott is good. Talk, please let's cease it now. Please let's stop. Let's never start oh, man, with him I thought, being I MVP. Trey Lance last night. Well, you should have. You instead of Cooper Rush damn near being sacked in the end zone, you should have put Trey Lance out there. D- D- Dak Prescott is an average quarterback. That's it. That's all he got. His money. Jerry paid the man what he deserved at the time being don't resign this man don't do it don't do it relieve him well, of
0: his duties but but this is what the, this is we've talked about this so many times over the course so of the years many times. is is not it's not just Dak Prescott it's teams who are fearful to start over at the quarterback position yes. when they've drafted somebody and they've been the starter for 3 or 4 years you yes. know dak prescott was drafted by the cowboys he wasn't expected to play right away romo got hurt prescott goes in prescott plays better Keeps the position. Romo retires, and Prescott's been the starting quarterback ever since. And, and even at the time to... they
2: had the number one offensive line and the number one running back in football.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and what's happened is, is even through his injuries, instead of them ever having the the guts to say, you know what, he's good, but we didn't draft him in the but... first round and we didn't pay him a fortune, and he's gotten hurt now. Why don't we start over? Yeah, because because if we start over. Then we have a young quarterback who's who's controlled for the next however many years, five years, at a very reasonable price. I mean, listen, right now, the San Francisco 49ers appear to be, I think, the best team in the NFC. Maybe you might put Philadelphia right nearby them. Anybody else? Who, who else is close to those two teams? NFC? I, yeah.
2: I was... I would I listen. Don't I listen. say the
0: Bears, please. Nobody.
2: Oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute! Don't let me say my opinion. <laughs> you know, I, I see things different than you. Probably the Detroit Lions.
1: Yeah. Hey, hey, maybe. Maybe because they beat Somebody, you up, man. They I got beat into, you up. I I was. I was verbally assaulted by my friends on Saturday night at that brewery that we were at when they asked me who are the good teams in the NFL and the first team out of my mouth I was the Detroit Lions. Oh boy. Oh, the the amount of like What? And I was like, what? They're good. Like I think and they asked me, they asked who I think is going to make the Super Bowl. And You know what stupid answer I said? And I genuinely believed it in the moment. Maybe I think about it
0: now. Maybe a little crazy. Lions Chiefs rematch. Oh my God. Love that Super Bowl
1: rematch of what? Of week one.
0: Oh, and, oh. and a rematch of Goff versus Mahomes when Goff was with the Rams.
1: I think the I think the I for I didn't want to say the Lions out loud. I, I was gonna let Browner do it, but
3: <laughs> 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 uh, I mean
1: shoot, I guess I'm wearing Lions colors today. Cool. Uh li- Lions, dude. They're okay. very good. They so, beat
2: you up. They play yeah. very old school football with a modern day twist at quarterback because of the way that they throw the ball. But at the on the between the lines, offensive and defense, they man, they beat you. But here's they the thing. Beat you.
0: Think about San Francisco. San Francisco is probably the best team in the NFC or top 2 or 3 mm-hmm. and their quarterback is making $800,000 this year. Which is the key to all of it. Right. And and look, it wasn't the game plan. The game plan was to have Trey Lance and he was going to be the starter and he was whatever his number I was, also, a few million dollars.
1: I, I think so we're five They've weeks gotten lucky. season very. and we can say this we can say this argument now like very like it's it's a valid argument 5 weeks after the season. We know who's good. We know who's not. No, the Cowboys, not the Cowboys, frauds, the teams they beat have all been terrible. Yeah. And they lost true. to the Cardinals oh, that are terrible. The 49ers true. have basically had almost the same schedule. Right. But they've like, just beaten everybody. Right. But like the Rams are probably the best team the Cowboys have beaten. But the Steelers the
0: Rams are the, the best team that the Cowboys that the have, 49ers beaten? have beaten. Okay. Gotcha.
1: So you have the Steelers. You could okay, they won yesterday, but that was an awful game. Ugh. Boy,
0: was that Ugh. an ugly game medicine? Yeah, the
1: the giants. Terrible. No. The no, Cardinals. No. Not good. And the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, and they're not good. And I don't I think I do love play. week one. I don't week think... one. The Cowboys are the best oh, defense. Right. This yeah. may be the best defense since the 85 Ever. bears. Yeah. I don't I don't see the Niners
1: losing more than one or two games on this schedule, too. Like, th- it's they'll not. they'll lose because the way that the season works
2: out. It just, it just sometimes guys get you, but I, I think that I don't think Dallas is terrible. I think Dallas will be a playoff team. I just don't think they're in the upper level where people try to put them the second they win two games in a row. Mm-hmm. That's they my might, problem with Dallas.
0: But the, you know, listen, Dallas as a playoff team could happen. Um, Washington's not very good, the Giants are no. terrible. No. Um, you know, you look around the rest of the NFC, Tampa Bay. Nobody really buys Atlanta Sorry. won yesterday. I'm not sure, sure. Hey, New Orleans, what New Orleans did yesterday to uh, I mean, man, I, I I was surprised to see what's happening. This is another storyline. We haven't really we'll get to it to see what's happening to the Patriots. The New Orleans Saints beat the Patriots 34 to nothing.
2: Who is that more on? Is that more about the Saints or is that more about the, the Patriots?
0: I think it's more about the Patriots. I think. So do I. Bro,
1: I, I like I cannot believe that we are legitimately the Patriots are going to be in number one pick territory. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they're going to bench Mac Jones.
0: How about this? How about this tank for Caleb? How about, how about if, I if that's where I how, was going. How about if Belichick walks in and, and tells old man craft, dude, I want one more chance to prove to everybody that I can do this. Let's let's tank the rest of this season. Let's get this kid, Caleb Williams, and let's start it all over again. All right, look. So NFL storylines, we we all are just coming off the top of our head.
3: We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. So much to get to. We're just getting rolling. Why great friends. Hey, what's happening? Hold on a second. Browner, what are you eating over there? I'll just jump right on the air and, and just ask. I mean,
0: come on. What you eating, dog? I can't even see him. Let me see what he's got.
1: Oh, B. Hey, uh, have, have it your, it your
0: way. way. You rule. I swear to you guys, yesterday, I'm walking down the street in Boise with my daughter. There's a Burger King right there, and they've got that little chicken sandwich, that little tortilla thing, and that life yeah. pack commercial that they got. And you yeah. hold it in your hand, and I yell at the top of my lungs, cars are passing me by. BK, have it your have way. It no way. You rule. rule. And I pointed at the at the Burger King. Browner, what the heck, man? What do you got
1: going on is here? Is it a croissant witch? You already know what time it is, bro.
2: No, I don't you know what time it know. is.
0: I don't know what time it is. I don't wear a watch you no more. You know
2: what time it is. We'll, what time we'll, is look it? Look at your phone. The time for that croissant Sandwich, boy. You know. Oh, you know. boy. There ain't no way in the building it the way it's supposed ham? to be done. Ham. There ain't no damn ham, bro. It's sausage, bro. Ain't no damn ham.
0: Sausage, huh, bruh? Oh, a sausage, egg, and cheese Mm -hmm. Chris sandwich from Burger King.
2: You already know what time it is, bro. Is it officially
1: Chris sandwich? Even though it's croissant, it's not croissantwich.
2: You can change the name to whatever you want if you if you Burger King.
0: Really? And did you have that like? Did you have that Uber dash doored?
2: No, that's what they call a uh, Uber dash doored. That's a titty dash. It's a what?
0: It's a titty dash. Okay, uh, I've not. I don't have that app yet. I guess I got to get that one. Oh, you got one in your phone. You just don't use it right. Wait, you mean to tell me somebody dropped that off? Who's a lady no. friend? Yeah. Somebody dropped off Burger King for you at your crib while broadcasting today's show. A lady friend.
1: Yeah. What's Dude, wrong with you that? To, you didn't have to use the other word because you know, I know we are now on we gotta television. Edit. Now we got to yeah. edit. Oh, them. oh, now I'm sorry. Things,
2: yeah. I had it yeah. delivered. Now we got to edit.
1: Now, now this segment isn't going on TV because I'm not no. going to edit it because it takes what? way too long to go back and edit. I'm Come just going to let it ride.
2: Well, well listen, gotta... next time, let me know, Owl. We used you know, is... what do you mean? Uh, we used to say this is for TV. And so therefore, I would limit my language. No, but that was bro. never
0: said. Come on, bruh. Radio you and You can't TV. even say that on radio. Right. Or you shouldn't.
2: What? Yeah. Yes, you, you can't say that on TV? No, it's I mean...
0: context. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, yeah. what's the context? Exactly.
0: All right. I'm, not, I'm going on. I'm going on. Cause let me tell you something. I want I... to talk a bunch of NFL today. I want to talk a bunch of college football today. I believe it or not. I'm going to talk some, some baseball, even though there's only one series that I've got my eyes on just I completely one. all of that. Okay, <laughs> great. I can't, I can't wait to hear what you think. Cause I, <laughs> I watched none of it yeah. because I was, I was Saturday night with my daughter up in Boise and I'll tell you what, man, I was lucky enough to watch that USC game on my phone. So you I know watched what? all of that. <laughs> okay. Let, let's, let's do this. Let, let's, let's spend a little time on college football here for a second. USC. Let me start with them. This is not a national championship team. I don't think I'm telling you anything that you probably don't already know. Caleb Williams is a great, great young player. It mm-hmm. actually kind of blows my mind how young he is and how good he is. Um, and, and it's not because he just, is mechanically good it's because he's creatively good this guy can find ways to make plays in fact um the game winning two-point conversion that he scored alex i don't know about you but i was like can somebody show me another replay because i don't know how the hell he got the ball across the goal I think line he I made really it a little
1: don't. bit more i think he made it a little bit more difficult for himself by trying to juke i think he could have just made it but yeah you're right uh the people immediately on the broadcast even the broadcasters, was like i think that's a touchdown it's like I didn't he think he got was. the ball in the pylon. What are you guys talking about? That's literally it was all you
0: had to do. It, it, I just was saying that as a TV viewer, by the way, as a TV viewer watching on my phone in a bar there at like go. midnight, you know, oh I was like, I was like trying to get, did he get that ball? Pass the goal? I, I needed another angle, but USC to, to be, in a, to be in a game where it's 28, 28 against an inferior opponent from your conference. All I keep thinking about is the long-term goal. The long-term goal this season is for USC to win a national championship. Why not? Mm-hmm. You had you were in the conference championship game a year ago. Your kid won the Heisman Trophy. You think you've got the best coach in college football. And Browner's going after that Chris sandwich all at the same time.
2: No, I was, I was yeah. stealing the bag, dog. Relax. Oh, you were. It's going to okay, be dog. a
1: there's – a, there's a rude awakening coming USC's way. because Is it, the, is it this easy? year? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's the next – this team,
0: no joke, could finish with five losses. Well, dude, Notre Dame. We, it. Well, it. Wait a second. Notre Dame. Could Go through them. it. Listen, Notre Dame could beat them, even though Notre Dame In should South be ashamed Bend. of themselves. I was, I was just about to say. To, to lose a game, if you're a national championship contender. You can't lose that game. And, and you lose to Louisville. I mean, that, that just doesn't look good for you. Dude, you know? it was
1: for USC Browner. It was super close in Tempe against Arizona State till the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were trying to let Shadur and Colorado back into that game, which they did. They only mm-hmm. won by seven, and then they were twenty-two point favorites against Arizona. They went to triple overtime, and quite honestly, if Arizona offensive coordinator didn't have his head so far up his ass because he was sleepy, whatever that third overtime two point conversion run what, was, what was that? Who knows what would have happened? And now you're at Notre Dame. Always a tough game regardless versus Utah, who's very good. The Cal one is I think they'll win that one in Cal Washington, who's probably the best team in the pack 12 at Oregon and UCLA who don't stop winning UCLA okay, this past me. weekend pulled <laughs> off one of
0: their best wins that I can remember in the chip Kelly era. Seriously. I mean, uh, that was a very impressive win over number 14, Washington state. So you tell us Browner, I mean, I don't know and if I'm you're watching USC the red fan. zone.
1: Maybe, maybe I'm too invested.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe you're watching the red zone and you're not really watching the games, or maybe you're like me on a Saturday <laughs> night and you're watching on your phone in a bar somewhere. Okay. Okay. Uh, Drinking with I your know college dog. Plus,
1: you're busy on Saturdays with drugs. I know, sex drop
0: Saturday.
2: Yeah. Let me. That's what DVR is for. Let me help y'all out with it a little bit. I have one. First, I would make an honest confession. I'm looking for holes in Caleb Williams's game because I want the Bears to keep Justin Fields, so I don't want him to perform well. But besides that, yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's he's amazing. They knew they would beat Arizona State, so therefore they weren't truly focused. They came in, locked in against Colorado in the first half, realized Colorado was nowhere near their level, tuned out, and they knew they would beat Arizona sleepwalking. That's why it started 17 to nothing, and they still found a way to win that game. I think that when they play against a team that has their attention, they're going to smoke them. I, I, I I, I think USC will find themselves in the national championship conversation Will they win it? I don't know. But offensively, they're there. Defensively, they're atrocious. atrocious. But if you if you look around the other teams, everybody's gettable. Everybody's well, but, gettable. But
0: you say you say this though, you know, this this um it, it's easy to say that they were huge favorites and they fell asleep against these guys, or they crushed Colorado in the first half and then they took their foot off the gas, et cetera. It is easy easy to say that, but let me just say one thing. If what you're saying is right, and I'm saying if. If what you're saying is right, then you're just going to eat that croissant sandwich right here in front of me, aren't you? You're going to eat that freak. Oh, no, you're going to eat the oh, hash no. brown in front of me. And you, oh, oh, I thought he was going to eat the hash. I mean, he's just going to make me jealous. Maybe I should like DoorDash a uh, one of those Chick fil A burritos,
1: something all DoorDash something. I'm starving right now, and we could you just really? have a DoorDash segment. Mm-hmm. And Browner's muted.
0: Okay. Well, because he's sniffing. the
1: other way is cheaper.
0: Which oh the other way when you have your girl deliver it will she deliver it to me and Alex?
2: Way cheaper no 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 no. no.
0: She <laughs> <laughs> um but if what you're saying is right Browner, if USC is a team that that has let teams play close because they're so much better and they're taking their foot off the gas yes well, guess what that's terrible coaching you know why because this is the exact same situation USC was in last year in the Cotton Bowl against an inferior Tulane team who had their best year in football in 30 years. But that's a team that wanted it more and wouldn't take their foot off the gas. And if USC took their foot off the gas in that game and they're still doing the same thing, they're they're not going to be doing they're not going to be able to do that against Oregon, Washington, Notre Dame, and even UCLA. Like
1: they USC, the thing is the USC, they started the season ridiculous. Caleb didn't even play a fourth quarter until they got to Arizona State. Because they were focused. Like, right. I just think. Regardless if you want to say, "Oh, they get their foot off the gas, they did this like mentally, I don't think their defense is good enough. that's all that's literally no. all I'm saying. I don't right. think they're national championship contenders because that defense is not good enough right and the classic
3: but
2: but if you look across the board, there are some teams that don't have championship offenses, so like if Alabama finds themselves in contention at the end of the year, that's not a championship offense. If Georgia, Georgia will probably be there. Actually, if Georgia's when Georgia's there at the end, that's not a championship offense. They got an uh-huh. amazing tight end. They're tight ends out of this world. What about Michigan? Their, quarter, their quarterbacks, Michigan is a choke show waiting to happen. I cannot <laughs> wait for the Big Ten championship game when they get beat by Ohio State or they get beat by some team in the Big Ten that no one saw coming. They are a choke job waiting to happen. Uh, McCarthy or Mc, Mcwhatever, yeah, quarterback, yeah stop it
0: stop, you stop it. it you stop, stop it you stop it
2: you stop typical it. typical collegiate hardball yeah. quarterback yeah i don't
1: I I know i just
0: think that i haven't every watched year. one minute so i got no real strong opinion you obviously Me have neither. scouted every every game that michigan's played so far this year clearly i can tell how That's do you scouting. have so much time to do that when basketball's back <laughs> dude aren't it's you sex saturday
3: it's, 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 aren't you?
1: Aren't you an NBA game passing every game right now? The WNBA finals are happening, dude. What are you doing
0: watching I football? Mean, come on, and it's Sex Drop Saturday. Come <laughs> on, come on. You're if, not watching Michigan. If,
1: if we're if we're
2: being one hundred percent transparent, Honey, okay. Yeah. Due to YouTube's multiple screen watching now, which is a lifesaver, I was able to watch the WNBA the W. I know. That's not red zone. It's not red zone. There are four different (laughs) games on. You can see the entirety of the game. You're not simply watching highlights, sir. I was able to watch the WNBA playoff game, game one of the WNBA finals. I was able to watch the first uh, football game that was televised on CBS. And I think that was the Ravens and whoever they, whoever they lost, the Steelers. On Saturday, I was able to take in everything but the Colorado game, which I ended up watching afterwards because I don't have the Pac-12 channel. I couldn't find it on YouTube. So there are many ways that I can absorb this information, baby. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. And I watched three NBA preseason games. So there you go.
0: Damn, All right. Dog. Well, that I had didn't life. do. I didn't do that. I love. I
2: love this. I love. this I got. I got too much of a life, as you may already know.
0: I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was Saturday night at Boise state, San Jose state with my daughter. My daughter was so excited to like show off to me, like the city that she lives in Boise, you know? And, uh, and like, dad, we're going to, I'm 21 now I can go to the Ooh. bars. We're going to go out partying and all this stuff. And dude, she, and I I thought to myself when it was all said and done, I was like, did I do this to my father? Like, did I tell my dad, we're going to go to this bar and that bar and we're going to no drink here. Drink there? And I was like, Yeah, I pretty much did do that when I was in college. And so I know – I kind of understood why she wanted to show it off. Um, So on Saturday night, I saw Boise State, San Jose State in person, and then I watched the USC-Arizona game on my phone. I didn't see – I just want to tell you, I didn't see any of the Dodgers. and I was following it. I was like, oh, my God, Kershaw? Kershaw? Oh, my God, no way. I'll get to that whole story. But, yeah, I didn't see what you saw then this weekend, Brian. Let let me ask my question. Go ahead. So –
2: when You were excited to take your dad to all the bars. Yeah. And when your daughter was excited to take you to all the bars, mm-hmm. was the excitement... Oh, delivery. Ding! You hear that fork drop? Don't you dare. Don't you
1: <laughs> You just
0: ordered? What'd you order? Don't you dare. No. See, I Browner or ordered. Their... <laughs> I Browner or ordered. What did you order? What'd you just order? Did you order a Chick-fil-A yeah, breakfast? That's burrito, that's my boy right there.
2: <laughs> you know what he did. Stop it. He used, you know, brother? The, he used the app the right way. Now, let me get back to my question.
0: Wait, just real quick. You said, boy, there's a radio station up in Boise called K-B-O-I, and they had this truck parked at the game, so I took a picture of it for you. K-Boy! Hey boy. Boy.
2: When you are taking your daughter to – when your daughter's taking you to these bars, mm-hmm. is she excited that you're there because the wallet has arrived and it's go time? <laughs> and when your dad – when you took your dad to the bar – were you happy he was there when you were yeah. 21 because yeah. the wallet had arrived?
0: Yeah. Well, I think I think part of it is she's excited because, she, you know, she knows I'll just pay for everything. And I think the other part of it that she's excited about is it's like, hey, I'm an adult now. We can party together. You know, I like to go to the bars. And, you know, she's – it's, it's kind of cute. You know, she's, she loves the dive bars like I do. and And the last place we went to was this country bar, and it was all freaking hot and sweaty. And we're standing down at the bottom of the stairs, and we're, like, showing our IDs – And, and this guy comes like tumbling down the stairs (laughs) and we walk in and it's all sweaty and gross. And one of my daughter's friends goes, um, he goes, see that, that mechanical bull over there. I go, yeah. He goes, you're riding it. And I'm like, young fella, bro, young fella. Listen to me. There is nothing you're going to say to me and no amount of peer pressure that you're going to put on me. That is getting me on that mechanical bull. That's like earlier in the day they were having this party. And they had this keg, right? And they had these guys, and they were they were lifting them up with their legs. And the guys were taking the keg. And, down. and they were doing – guys were, like, doing push-ups, you know, while they were sucking down the keg. And the beer was, like, some kind of creamsicle beer. And they're like, dude. They're like dude, you got to do the, the upside-down beer check. I'm like, brother. Keg
2: stand is what it's called.
0: I'm like, my brother, listen to me. You're going to wind up growing up to be that guy <laughs> in the bar – that's like, come on, come to the dance floor. Everybody, come to the dance floor. And it's like, I actually don't want to come to the dance floor right now. I'm good. I'm doing my own thing. I don't need you telling me what to do. So, like, you know, that I, the bowl, nah. Mm-hmm. The 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 kickstand headstand, freaking kick thing with the creamsicle beer. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'll be over here drinking. I'll be right over here watching the game. I was they watching. Got the, my have, vodka they,
1: tonic over here.
0: Yeah. They
2: not have natty light in Boise. What do you mean? I don't a know what, creamsicle don't, beer. What's going I on? What the with the hell, I don't
0: know what it was, man. I don't know what Kelly it was. Kelly Creeman? I guess. Anyway, so so look, here's the thing. USC. Amazing. Just back to USC. Amazing how at the end of the game, they actually have a chance to kick the game-winning field goal. Little teeny tiny chip shot field goal. <laughs> Seriously. And they can't even do the operation right. Yeah. You see what happened at the end of regular Snap was high. This game's- 27 yard field goal mm. dude my son's division 2 team which finally They're bad. We, won- we no hey we got back to back wins and we were kind of like usc we had a 48 <laughs> 41 to 10 lead and we won 48 40
1: nice well, at least he won who cares
0: yeah check my son's instagram dude he uh, also he was two, uh, for two on field goals he put them both on instagram they look pretty good and not the, the usc thing. guys the usc guys are the top guys in the country can't get an operation right can't, can't
1: Right before that, the Arizona called timeout to ice him, and it worked because he actually mm-hmm. the one that they called timeout, he drilled it right down the middle as expected.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, uh, speaking of college football this weekend. Um, did you guys happen to see what happened at the end of the Miami game? Oh. Not that Miami Georgia Tech would ever be on our radar, but Big it is, but it is being called one of the worst coaching mistakes of all time. Now, it wasn't for a national championship, it wasn't for a conference championship. But you're this coach, Mario Cristobal. You're supposed to be this superstar, this up-and-coming star. Miami's supposed to be like on the rise again because it's Miami, and it's sexy, and it's big city, and it's NIL money, and and they're playing Georgia Tech. And Miami, they got the lead. The Cowboys
1: of college football.
0: Yeah. They yeah. got the lead. They, they got the lead. The they're going to win Cowboys. this game. All they had to do, based on the amount of time on the clock and the down and distance, all they had to do was kneel on the ball, and they win. It kind of reminds me, you ever see the movie All the Right Moves? Same story. They Donald All they do is, uh, yeah, kneel on the ball and win. Instead, they hand the ball off, turns into a fumble, other team wins. Georgia Tech, in a matter of seconds, scores this in- incredible touchdown. And Mario Cristobal, the head coach of Miami, is being called like one of the dumbest mistakes of all time. Alex, show us what happened here. This is the full sequence. Uh, so, turnover, and then Georgia's hey, like yeah. You should not be handing this football off. Like I don't know what Miami is doing. That's it. Here's Cheney, just straight
2: ahead, tackled, and the ball popped out. He's gotta, you got to read the clock. I mean, read the card. I mean, and to me, Georgia Tech has it with 26 seconds left. Three to the field for King, up in the pocket, gonna loop it down the field, and it is caught, and that's Rutherford. Here's King from the pocket, flush to his right with six, five, gonna loop it downfield, and ball is caught.
3: George attack with one second to go in the ball game. Christian Leary.
0: I loved stuff like that. That's like watching Tiger Woods miss a two foot putt and going, okay, it happens to him too. I could coach better than Mario Cristobal.
2: That was a that was a fireable offense. Their season's over now. Their season is over. You are 4 0. You win this game that you should win simply by taking a knee. Your undefeated season continues. You shoot up in the rankings because there were multiple upsets this weekend. And yet here you are, one of the upsets, because you just up. can't get out your own way.
1: I think it was Jesse Palmer. I think I recognize that voice. No, no, rows. no. It's not?
0: I thought it was um... – oh, God. I thought it was uh, one of those – Tom Palmer... doesn't matter. My bad. My bad. Well,
1: whoever it is, like you, he's like, why are they rushing the ball? Like, yeah. Pay attention to the clock. Georgia Tech has no timeouts. It's second down, third down, whatever it's, it was. He was third Take down. a knee and the game is over. Right. Take a knee and the game is over. Why? Why even risk it? What do you? It, it's It's beyond dumb. It, it's. It, and I, I didn't even look up the post game press conference cuz there's nothing he could say it's like they kicking the, like there's nothing you could say it's going to convince me that it wasn't the dumbest thing i've ever seen in college yeah. i can
2: guarantee I, I didn't see the press conference i haven't heard anything about it i can guarantee you he gave you one of those staley fourth and one went for it and didn't get it answers Dude, yeah. i
1: trust my guys it
2: will yeah. even the guy. no no actually we're, i did i did we're, we're so going to keep playing we're going to keep no. playing this way no
0: no i actually read some of mario cristobal's quotes and he said i should have kneeled like he actually admitted the mistake Um, man, that was terrible. That was terrible. All right. So listen, hey, Oregon
1: with him to Miami.
0: How about that? (laughs) Hey, we, we got a lot more to get to, um, here on Kaplan and crew. And I just want to say Browner, it could be around that time. I Well, next segment, it'll be that time. Next segment it will be that time. Um, because also there is one more of those mushroom life packages out there. I will explain for those of you that are watching the podcast, uh, during the mid roll, during the halftime report. And um, I'll tell everybody else, radio and so on, on the other side, exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Coming up, I want to get back to the Rams for a second, because honestly, Browner has been saying that Puka Nakua is the new Cooper Cup and that the system created Cup and the system is creating Nakua. But the Rams now, that's an interesting receiving combination that the Rams have. I want to get to the Rams and the Eagles. I want to get back to the Cowboys and the Niners. I want to get to the Jets and the Broncos. I'm sure Alex, maybe we might want to talk about his Minnesota Vikings, even though he's <laughs> sworn them we're gonna
1: off. To, we're going to get to Kershaw.
0: We got to get to Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff we still want to get to. We're in the seven mile casino studio, seven casino.com. You're looking for a place to watch Monday night football tonight.
3: Seven mile casino back in just one second. All right, great friends. Hey, uh, quick little halftime
0: update here. So, Alex, last week when Brett Weiss, the owner of Mushroom Life, came on the show. Yes. he offered, um, he said, Hey, look, I'm gonna give out 10 footballs and uh-huh. 10 Mushroom Life hats to the first 10 people that order. This was on Thursday's uncensored part of the podcast. So he made that offer on Thursday. I do believe over the weekend, he sent me a text that said, We've gotten nine, like right out of the box. Right. Nine Which of 10 expected. Yeah. Yeah. Nine of 10. So, so I, th- I, is there think, one left? I think there might be one left. So here's what you do. I think it's the next person who orders on mushroom life. And I say it like that because Brett's got the count. I don't, but he said the first 10 people that order a product, first of all, you get 50% off on your first order. But secondly, he's like, I'm going to send you a football. I'm going to send you a mushroom life hat. He talked about all of us signing the ball. I don't think you want. Our signature's on your ball. It's kind of a cool ball. Go toss it around. But if you do, we will. So um, there might be one spot available. So if you've been thinking about buying some of these Mushroom Life products, you really should give it some consideration. I have, I have, I love to read all the different mushrooms. These are mushrooms that grow in the ground, and they've got health benefits, and they turn them into gummies. And in some cases, that Euphoria product, that one in the middle, the green. People seem to love it. The more I tell you to be careful with it, people seem to love it. So um, Mushroom Life. Save 50% at mushroomlife.com slash great friends. And one quick shout out to our friends from bet us, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a terrible gambler. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to learn it last week when junior Brown was on, he was talking to us about parlays and teasers and I'm just a real simple gambler. Just like I'm a simple drinker. You know, I walk into a bar, I'll take a Tito soda and a lime. I don't like exotic cocktails. Um, just, and just like, I guess I don't like exotic bets, I'm just terrible at it. I'm trying, trying to learn. Um, that's why I listen to juniors advice and I read some of the, you know, handicappers. But man, I'm I'm not good yet.
1: Got two yet. friends to sign up to bet US this weekend.
0: You did? Yep. Two two new uh customers, huh? They didn't realize they could do it in uh California. Isn't that amazing? How many people it's... just don't realize this is Have have we talked about
1: you can do it in California.
0: do. We've been going, we've been, this company has been in business 30 years or they've been with us for two years. And the first question I ask them is how can people do this? And they, they've explained it to me. I'm like, all right, sounds legit to me. I'm, I'm no lawyer, but, um, they're, this is not the only place where they spend a lot of money advertising. I mean, they spend money all over the country advertising in States where, you know, gambling's already legal and States where people want to gamble. And it's not quite, there's an offshore way, I guess. Um, us 1 800 MyBetUS, 1 800 MyBetUS, betus.com. Don't we sound smart? Don't we sound educated? We are. Yeah. Well, you got two friends to sign up this weekend. That's exciting.
3: Mm-hmm. That's exciting, man. All right, let's do this. Let's get right back to the show. All right, great friends. Hey, it's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're in the Seven Mile
0: Casino Studios coming up this evening. Packers and Raiders, which is a game I would like to talk about. Mm -hmm. Earlier in the show, Browner uh, was moving things around. And when little noises distract me, I can't not ask about them. So I could hear like the crumpling of a paper bag, you know. And Browner told us that one of his ladies, probably one of his uh, friends from Sex Drop Saturday, dropped off a bag of Burger King breakfast sandwiches sandwiches, sausage, egg, and cheese sandwiches. I swear to you, honestly, that is probably thirty times greasier than a McDonald's sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin, because the Sandwich is a very greasy bread. Correct. English muffin is a very dry bread. Correct. So, a very, very greasy sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. But to Browner, that's nothing, man. I mean, this this guy. And
2: I had an option between the two, and I chose this.
0: Uh huh. You mm-hmm. burger king over mcdonald's
3: mm-hmm. uh,
0: then alex getting hungry and was already and trying to be incognito yeah trying to be incognito door terrible dash, by the way DoorDash something trying. oh yeah oh you weren't no. yeah he
2: was he didn't even first of all let me let me tell y'all listening to the show his face if you're listening now is as steel as it is right now when the food came if you have ever seen Alex's face with or without glasses, because apparently you can't tell which one is which if he's wearing them and not wearing them, imagine his face just looking straight ahead. And I heard a plate fall down. And what I did, what he didn't know, I saw was his eyes go down like a quarterback. You got to watch his eyes. I was a safety. He was a quarterback. I knew his eyes dropped. And then I heard that fork fall.
0: Ping. Mm-hmm. That's when I knew there was some food. So what happened? What'd you, what'd you doordash? And by the way, I didn't door it, dash a thing. Oh, because I was gonna say that was damn fast delivery. No, 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 no.
1: So like, I literally before we started recording the show, I text. I told my wife who was here. I was like, I just had a crazy morning. I didn't have time to eat a thing. Like literally, I've had two of these, and that's all I've had. Like I haven't eaten anything today. Two bottles. Yeah, and, and she was like, you, you want that me to? Ma- she's like, you want me to make you something? And I was like, no, I gotta, I gotta start and she must have heard what was said because she literally just dropped off a piece of toast with egg and cheese on top. That was nice. it. Beautiful. Yeah, that was it. So I got Browner's special. I got nice the delivery go. service that Browner uses.
0: Oh, you got there the you exact go. same delivery service Browner uses. Yeah. Yes. Y'all got to get that app, bro, yeah. with that so Browner. Out. Browner heard this.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I heard.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and in between the segments, I crushed it. Because I was my stomach literally in the first time you guys couldn't hear it. I'm glad you could. It was like boiling in there. It was like starving. I didn't eat dinner last night. I didn't eat breakfast today. It was I was I was going to order a burrito or something. But the wife heard me and she dropped it off. You'd
0: you'd have been impressed with me yesterday, dude. I got to the L.A. airport and I was so hungry. And I was like, you know what? I'll What's the prices
2: like? What's the prices like right now in the airport?
0: I, 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 I'll I tell you, I said, I'll eat anything. I don't care what it is. I will eat anything. So there was like a Carl's Jr. and I was like, okay, maybe not anything. And then <laughs> and, and, and I, I just, uh, 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 a burger hey, oh, from an airport. Man. If I'm going to have a burger, I'm not going to do it in an airport, you know? Uh, uh, even if I see oh. like a smash burger in an airport, I'm not doing it. So instead, I did something that's a little bit more, you know, right up an airport's alley. You know what I mean? Um, I had a, a panda panda express, panda express. Oh,
1: love panda
0: and, and I, was like, airport. I was like you know i was like that group. looks fire it's, that looks fire so i went over to panda and i got the the um three entrees so it was this big thing three. of fried rice yes yeah, big thing of fried rice then yes, a no, you get this. three
2: entree. you only get this you only get one thing of the entrees
0: well you could do that but like i won't i would was not gonna eat the orange chicken i was like you know what i'm having the fried rice then i'm gonna have like the the steak and you know pepper and then i'm gonna have the kung pao chicken and then i'm gonna have the chicken and mushrooms i, so, I didn't want anything like deep 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 fried you know what i mean so you're I'm the person that breaded. they make those other things for huh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's me that's me i didn't know you existed yeah, yeah that's me you And I go like uh,
1: uh dude and the number one rule at panda you go half fried rice half chow mein dog you oh i don't all, do that. you don't you don't no. go double i'm a four I'm
2: a, I'm, a, I'm a full fried rice guy
1: really yeah yeah, 100%. I love that. I love that. It's not even chow mein. I don't know what it is. I love that back right. noodle, dude. It's so good.
0: So then I got back wow. last night. I got home at like 10 o'clock and for some reason made a quesadilla, which was fire AF. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then this morning, and I usually don't eat. I don't usually eat until we're done. And I usually eat later in the afternoon, first time of the day. This morning, I had a meeting with an old friend of mine who was in town. And I went to a place and I, um he ordered a cup of coffee. And I ordered a glass of water and the waitress was like, can I get you something? And I'm like, well, this doesn't look right. Neither one of us are going to eat. So I tried to order like a healthy breakfast this morning, oh. which was two eggs, uh, two eggs over medium, mm-hmm. turkey sausage, avocado and fruit. That was my. So I was trying to be like no carbs and try and take it easy because I don't eat that early in the morning. OK, so so you guys, I it opened
1: your stomach up because now you're hungry.
0: Now I'm hungry. Now yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, like trick you. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let me get back to where we were. We're in the 7 Mile Casino studio, 7 Kaplan and Crew with Grande and the Brown Man on radio, on TV, on YouTube, on audio podcast, on every social media platform, and, uh, and also don't forget about our newsletter. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter on our website, kaplanandcrew.com, and go to the bottom and put in your email. Okay, so we talked um, some NFL football. We talked some college football, and I'm going to get back to the NFL, but I want to talk about, baseball believe it or not for just a second here so I have not really gotten into the baseball playoffs yet uh but I obviously on Saturday night was keeping my eye on game one of the Dodgers and the in the Arizona Diamondback series so going into that series I'm thinking there's no way the Dodgers can lose this series because this is where the Dodgers were a year ago against a division opponent that they generally looked down at his little brother last year it was the Padres Mm -hmm. And this year, look, I know how this pitching staff has gotten battered and beaten down all year long with injuries. And really, to make matters worse, the whole Julio Urias suspension or expulsion or whatever you're going to call this punishment for his second domestic violence accusation, that guy is sitting somewhere. Julio Urias is sitting somewhere, probably crying his eyes out, would be my guess, if he's got any heart at all. If That guy should be somewhere crying his eyes out that he let down his team. Hmm. Because if he doesn't get in the trouble he was in, that guy starts that game last night or Saturday night. And maybe this series is 1-0 Dodgers, or maybe it has a completely different feel. But Clayton Kershaw, not able to make it out of the first inning. Look, everybody knew his velocity had changed. He wasn't quite, he wasn't pitching in the low 90s. He was pitching in the high 80s. But come on, he's Clayton Kershaw. He knows how to pitch, not just throw. He can Greg Maddox this thing and get you five innings. Uh-uh. Clayton Kershaw. Alex, take us through these numbers.
1: 0.1 innings pitch. Six hits, six runs, no strikeouts, one walk. And Bob Costas saying this as he's getting pulled from the game. Oh, wait. Of course, it's not ready as I say that. Bob Costas is saying this as he gets pulled from the game.
3: Roberts comes to get Kershaw. He's had a rough time before in the postseason. This has to be the worst of all those outings.
1: Yep. Yeah. And definitely. what is he talking about in his postseason career? 32 games started. That's started, but he's 13-13, 4-4-9 ERA.
0: Yeah, so Kershaw, just his career will always be—you know—he's—he's he's one of the most dominant pitchers. He's one of the best pitchers in Dodger history. He's—I got to think a surefire Hall of Famer, et cetera, et cetera.
1: One hundred percent.
0: But, yeah. but his postseason career is just really not all that impressive.
1: You get you know, a nickname and, of Kerchoke yeah, only certain ways.
3: Yeah, it's
2: full. His his playoff performances are full of chokes. That's what mm. it is. They're full of chokes. He's a great pitcher who chokes in these types of situations, and it's unfortunate in baseball because as a pitcher, you only get one chance. Really, if you're the, if you're an ace and you choke, you may not show up again, and so it looks way worse than it actually is.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll say at least one thing on Kershaw's behalf, if you will. Guy's a pro. I mean, oh, yeah. as emba- as embarrassing as it was, my man comes up after the game, blow dries his hair, and he's ready to to take the questions. I mean, here, go ahead. This is the post game.
1: Uh, just yeah, just disappointing, uh, embarrassing. You know, I think uh, I just feel like you let everybody down. You know, guys, whole organization that uh, look to you to, you know, pitch well in game one, and um, yeah, it's just. It's just embarrassing, really. So I I just feel like I let everybody down, and um, it's a tough way to start the postseason. You know, obviously we still have a chance at this thing, but um, that was yeah, that wasn't the way it was gonna should have started for me. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a surprise that really his only statistically his only really good postseason, the Dodgers won the World Series Mm -hmm. Uh, in 2020. Yeah, I'm looking it up now. He went four and one with a 293 era in that postseason i don't think it's a i don't think it's it's a it's not it's correlated that's what i'm saying yes every absolutely. other postseason he's won games dodgers have won games that he's pitched but his era is high and, and for the for the most part and he's pitching all the time at 2021 there was no postseason outing for him they didn't win last year the last game he pitched was against the dodger or against the padres and he lost that game so I I don't think it's a I don't think it's weird that the year he did good the Dodgers won the World Series. Here's mm-hmm. another
2: question for both of you guys. If they get beat by Arizona in the first round, will they fire Dave Roberts? Cuz that's they not on Dave. That's not on Dave. Well, I hope they do, but that's not don't on Dave. I hope they Robert. do.
1: I just think they should. It's the same thing. It's the same reason why here in Bob Melvin I was saying you fire him because there's standards. That the Dodgers have set, and there's expectations that the Dodgers have set just because they've won 100 games and for like what 10 years in a row or whatever the record is. That doesn't mean anything in LA if you don't win World Series. I mean, I hope they do so you can come here.
2: That's why I said that. Not because I don't like that. I love Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts is a good guy. But if you had the
0: choice, if you had the choice between Dave Roberts and Bob Melvin, who would you take? Dave Roberts without a question. Melvin,
2: without question. I I knew that
0: I knew that was not going to be unanimous.
1: Well, Dave, let's not even it's, let's not even waste our breath about Dave Roberts coming here. That's just never going to happen. So right. it's a shame. Well, it's a shame, by the way. Right? You know,
0: what's a shame is that when you look at a guy like Bruce Bochy and what the Texas Arrange- what the Texas Rangers are doing right now, and you go, "Wow, I wonder if Bruce Bochi could have possibly managed this team." By the way, I'm not saying he would have. I'm not so sure that Bruce Bochy's style. There's a reason been...
1: why they didn't even talk to him.
0: Right. Well, right. I just I'm not so sure his style would have been any different or better than Bob Melvin's, frankly, given the roster. I think that when you look at the Texas roster, um, I just think that the roster itself and the leaders of that team, I could see it being more of a Bruce Bochy-style roster, if you know what I'm trying to say. Um, So just back to the Dodgers, though. So now, here's the question. Okay, you're down 0-1. Kershaw, awful. Mm -hmm. Maybe so bad. That you have to honestly think. I'm not sure we can use him again. No. I, look, truth of the matter is, is I think he'll pitch again. I think that if if the Dodgers find themselves well, right, <laughs> right. They're, they're so desperate for arms. But <laughs> yeah. but if if you're if you get to Game Four, let's presume yeah. for a moment that you get to Game Four, mm-hmm. you're probably going right back to him.
2: I would yeah. throw him again. I would throw him again in, in this series. Mm-hmm. If you advanced, I would throw him. I would throw him in the next series. They saw him too well. They saw him way too well in the first inning, and it wasn't like a, a boop fly here just went out. Like they, they jumped on him and they smoked him out of that game. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't run him out there against that that lineup again. But is it, would does
0: just... it happen again, or is it was it a fluky situation? Dude, they were I crushing.
1: Just... They were crushing him.
0: On I things. know, I, him. I'll just, But I'll just ask you guys. That's a big stadium. Because guys, mm-hmm. in the in the last month of the baseball season when the Padres were sort of you know, trying to get back into it, I kind of stopped paying attention to almost all baseball and went yeah. almost all college and pro football. So mm-hmm. the thing I don't know is, is what did Kershaw do? You could probably look this up real quick, Alex. What did Kershaw do in the last month of the season? As the Dodgers were already going to win the division, as the Dodgers were, you know, they, they were already going to make it through kershaw coming off of an injury that kept him out for quite a while what did he do in the last month that would make people think hey you know what he's ready for the postseason if anything
2: Kershaw.
1: he had a very good month he had a very very good september tell me tell me what he did he had a very good august um he overall record was only three and one but the dodgers won six of the eight games he pitched Mm -hmm. The most earned runs he allowed was three against the Marlins. He, I mean, yeah, he wasn't going long. It was only five innings here and there, but he was fine. Since he came off the IL and returned in August, win five innings, win five innings, win two innings, win five innings, lost five innings. So, I mean, he was fine. Mm -hmm. I just think that we all, I, I will say this. I still think the Dodgers win this series. I still think offensively they're way too talented to not win this series, but we have all underestimated the Diamondbacks
0: from the jump. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. All of us. Right, like as if they're the like Arizona Cardinals. Seriously. Right.
1: Right. All of us have said they'll fall off. They'll fall off, which they did. They did. That's right. They falling off in the second half. And they worked their ass way back up there and made mm-hmm. it comfortably. So I will say tonight, it doesn't get easier because Zach Gallon. I know Blake Snell's going to win the Cy Young, but Zach Gallon probably has a case to also win the Cy Young. Mm-hmm. He won the second most games in all of baseball this year. He's got a sub, they got a very decent uh, uh, ERA, and they're facing a rookie.
0: Right. Yeah. No idea how Bobby Miller's going to react.
1: As good as Bobby Miller has been, which he's been very good for the Dodgers this year. Probably one of the biggest, probably why the Dodgers are still competing is because they've had guys come up and pitch well. Bobby Miller has pitched well. But you're a rookie in a pressure situation where the Dodgers need this game tonight. They need it. It's not must win, but they need it tonight.
0: How much are Padre fans who are watching right now? There's there's a reaction from Padre fans who are watching and listening right now, and there's a it goes like this. Hey, guys, I don't care about the Dodgers. Why are you talking about the Dodgers? Yeah. And then there's another group of people that are like, oh, I want to see the Dodgers lose. Because the Padres beating the Dodgers last year was awesome for San Diego. But, man, wouldn't it be great to see an underdog like Arizona pull an upset and the Dodgers yet again get knocked out? I mean, there are Padre fans that are listening right now saying, why are you talking about them? And there's another group just praying and hoping that they get knocked out again. I'm with you, Alex. I actually still think they're going to find a way to come back and win. But I'll, I'll yeah. say this. They lose this game tonight. You go down 0-2 at home with, with the, the problems that they have in their pitching staff. They lose this game tonight. I think I think Arizona wins. Oh, you, by my,
2: by the way, uh my dog uh-huh. Tommy
1: Fam showing up showing out. That's all I'll say. Yeah. You also forgot dog. like a different sector of Padre fans where I classify okay. myself in, mm-hmm. which is I will watch and I'm not going to talk trash. And I do think the Dodgers are going to win, but I am very hopeful that they don't. I think there's a lot of us out there. Like we're low key watching and we're not talking trash on social media. And we're not like talking trash to Dodger fans. But as soon as that L Woo! happens in a third game, so the I, might go to da- I might go to downtown and throw a parade again. Just saying.
2: I don't diamond, think it happens. The Diamondbacks, bro. The Diamondbacks, if the Diamondbacks beat them, that's not a good look. That's I mean, here's the
1: thing. Look.
0: By the way, well, it wasn't a good look when the Padres beat him last year either. I mean, right? Take, that's exactly
1: take, why I think they fired Dave Roberts because back-to-back years losing in the NLDS when you won over 100 to games, division, a hundred division opponent
0: to, to division opponents, right? Right. You have to. Yeah,
1: I, that's the same that's way a, you can't uh, bring Kershaw back next year. You can't oh, bring man. Roberts back next year. Like,
2: yeah, man, that's a that's a tough ask, man. I don't. I could. I couldn't fire Dave Roberts for that. It, it would have to well, be some, it, some managerial failures on his behalf.
0: It, it's Craig. funny you say that though because you know what I've received a lot of messages from people over our conversation last week about firing Melvin or keeping Melvin, firing Preller, keeping Preller. And a lot of people said they're like, dude, you're you're kind of talking about the manager being fired or what did he do? Like like Bob Melvin didn't put a bat in his hand. Bob Melvin didn't pitch. Bob Melvin didn't play the field. Like why are you blaming him? And if the Dodgers get knocked out by Arizona in the first round, uh, do you blame Dave Roberts because Julio Urias is a selfish guy? Do you blame mm. him because Walker Bueller was hurt and never was able to come back this year?
3: Mm. Do you blame
0: him because Dustin man. May got hurt and couldn't Trevor pitch Bauer. this year? Do, do you blame it? Right? Do you do you blame Dave Roberts for Trevor Bauer? Do you blame that on Andrew how about, Friedman?
1: How about Gonsolin?
0: Another guy hurt, and and then last but not least, Kershaw. I mean, Kershaw is your all time legend, and he made he he got one third of an inning. And so when you talk way, about who do you get out, that guy should be ashamed of himself. Who do <laughs> be you,
2: you get out? Bench miners. Bum. Bum. When you talk about that's a great when question. He when get you out talk with? about the standard of of excellence that the Dodgers hold themselves to, firing Dave Roberts after everything we just explained would really be scapegoating him, which. It, it It's in
0: their right to which, do it.
1: Which Dodger fans have been doing for five years. Yeah. And by the
0: way, Dave they've Roberts. They've been throwing and,
1: Dave Roberts in the bunch for his postseason decisions his entire career in, the, in Dave, L.A., dude.
0: Hey, but here's the thing. Dave Roberts and Andrew Freeman and Mookie Betts have all said their favorite team they've ever been with. Why? Because instead of it being superstars up and down the lineup, they were all a bunch of workers and grinders, and, and the guys they brought in jumped into their culture, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Freddie Freeman, back to the beginning of the year, as annoyed as I was, with Fernando Tatis saying, it doesn't matter who we're going to play in the World Series. I was also annoyed with Freddie Freeman saying, what did the Padres actually accomplish? In other words, like this is the time for the Dodgers to say to everybody, we've told you we're a bunch of grinders. We told you we're not just a whole bunch of superstars and a, a payroll that's buying a, a, a championship. Now you got to go do that.
1: Yeah. I still don't think they beat the Braves. I, I don't think the Dodgers are, are anywhere near as good as the Braves. You never know once you get in a series, but – I mean, yeah, game one, it actually perked me
0: up like maybe they don't beat the Diamondbacks. They will, but maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. Hey, listen, coming up next, um, let us get back to football because uh, Packers Raiders playing tonight. And then there are some storylines around the NFL that we've yet to really jump into. Uh,
3: The Patriots are maybe at an all-time Belichick low. We'll get there. Stick around. Hey, great friends. What's happening? Kaplan and crew on a Monday afternoon with Grande
0: and the Brown Man. And uh, i just so glad everybody's here. What a weekend, right? I mean, college football, NFL football, baseball playoffs have begun. Um, There is just so much going on. Bellator in San Diego. What is that? Or was it this weekend? Saturday. It was this past or coming up? Yes, it already happened. Did you go? No, I forgot about it. But it was here. (laughs) It was on Showtime.
1: So. I'm sure people watched it. Too yeah, then. that's cool. All
3: right. Craziest,
1: craziest F1 Grand Prix of all time yesterday.
0: Really? Where was, was that It was
1: so, it was so, Qatar. It was so okay. hot. Yeah. It was so hot. You had the only American driver. He quit. He's like, I am going to pass out and crash. Wow. Wow. It was that hot. You had dudes talking about throwing up in their helmet. Mm. And on this particular race course, they pull so many hard, like fast corners at the G's one of the one of the drivers was saying like he was basically passing out every corner wow it was yeah like dude dudes, a hot place man dudes were coming out of the car and whatever color their suit went in it was just mm-hmm. darker yeah and they were just Did, didn't they move
0: the world cup from one year or like one season to another season because and, and, it's so well, they hot had had from mat-
1: summer and, to december
2: and then had matches at night
0: mm-hmm. yeah wow
2: damn yeah Jeez. There's a
1: lot this weekend. A lot.
0: Yeah, well let's let's do this. Let's um spend some time here talking about NFL stories that happened this weekend. Let's start off with the Rams and the Eagles. You know, I, I picked the Rams to win the game. I thought an upset was brewing. It was a terrible pick obviously now. Um the reason I thought that is cuz last week when Junior Brown from um from BetUS was on, I thought he made a good point that the the Philly defensive line is really excellent, but but the 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 the, the secondary not as good. And he thought that um, Matthew Stafford could take advantage of that. As the week went on, and more talk about Cooper Cup coming back, I thought, okay, if Junior's right, the the Philly D-line's a strength, but wait, Fletcher Cox is out of this game. If the Philly D-line's are strength and they lost a guy and their secondary's not as good and and Cup is coming back, I thought maybe an upset could be pulled. And you know what? I guess probably through the first half of the game, I actually thought the Rams played the Eagles pretty toe-to-toe. But,
1: you know, classic Rams, man, their their line started falling apart and the protection went away. And that front four is still very good of the Eagles. They got four sacks. they were pressuring them all game. They got a lot of young players
0: on that D line that are making plays, too. They just didn't have the time
1: necessary to get the ball to the system, you know.
0: Well, did the, uh, did the Rams lose offensive linemen? You know, that's kind of their thing is they lose offensive linemen every week during the games. Yeah. And I was, I'll tell you, I was watching a lot of this game on my phone. Yeah. So, um, if did any of their, cause to me, here's the thing you can say that the O-line didn't hold up and didn't provide enough, um, you know, enough space or pocket or time or protection for Stafford. But you see, I would argue this, the game is won by Philadelphia every time they do one of these plays, the brotherly shove, everybody (laughs) knows it's coming. And by the way, they will fake at some point. They will fake and score a touchdown off this brotherly shove because they'll act like they're all going to go into the line. And then the quarterback Jalen hurts is going to back up and hit somebody going deep. The fake is coming, Mm -hmm. but every single time they're at a third and one or a fourth and one, and they need to pick up a yard and everybody knows what play is coming. They keep getting it. And so, That sort of um, physical domination at the line of scrimmage—that's to me where games like that are won. And frankly, the Rams' defensive line has Aaron Donald, and that's and
2: and, enough against that.
1: And the Rams, the Rams' defensive—I mean, uh, someone I was with people yesterday, and they said, "Name one other player on the Rams' defense other than Aaron Donald." Mm
0: -hmm. It's It's
1: hard. I will tell you this. I mean, dude, AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard went off like Hertz oh was throwing God. the ball everywhere. They were the court, rushing the ball everywhere.
0: That that tight end you just mentioned, Dallas is his Goddard. Last name. Goddard, that guy came into I like the game.
1: French sounding things like right. croissant, which yeah. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, Goddard. He,
0: he went into the game. I heard during the broadcast he had like eighty yards of receiving Nothing yards going all year. into the game, and then Fantasy he had bust blow up mm-hmm. against the Rams.
2: I, I will say this about the Rams: I was immensely impressed by the way that they meshed the two wide receivers in, and then made Tutu Atwell way more explosive because these two guys are on the field. The Rams may take a couple of weeks, but I would put them on sleeper watch because they're not going to lose three games. They're not going to lose the next three games. They might not win them all, but once they get a rhythm with those three guys, if they can all stay healthy, I think they're going to be very, very difficult to stop because the way that that offense is set up to have two Cooper Cups instead of one, and then have Tutu Atwell, which I don't even know how to describe him in this offense. I just think it's the gonna take a guy. couple it's gonna take a a speed guy in this offense is super super explosive. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take them a couple of weeks to really get a full rhythm. But once they do, that offense is gonna be very, very dangerous they, to anybody who faces it. But it's
0: their all defense, three. there's the problem.
2: But all three
1: of their losses are one score. They can lost, get a stop. You know? Yeah. yeah, They were right and, and there think, with the Niners. They were right there with the Bengals. They were, right, yeah. they were kind of but there what with the
2: like What a guy like Aaron Donald gives you is in the fourth quarter when you've gone back and forth because your offense is keeping you in it, he can get a stop. He can yeah, get but, a stop. He can create but, a turnover.
0: But you see, from a scheme perspective, I was wondering yesterday, I'm like, why is it that they don't have a strong safety or somebody? They got a 300-pound defensive lineman covering Goddard at one point. And he was running right by the guy. And I know they made the, they made the comment during the broadcast. I got to think of the kid's name. He's number like 97, Rams defensive lineman. They're like, that guy's 6'6", six, six, 310. Why is he covering that tight end? And so from a scheme perspective, I have questions. But you talk about these two receivers. um, I really think that Nakua is more of the Robert Woods to Cooper Cup. You yep. know, not two Cooper Cups. But they've got two guys, and then like you say, you throw in Atwell and you throw in like a Van Jefferson. And uh, um,
1: what's the tight end Higby, dude? Higby's yeah, Tyler Higby.
0: I mean, they have got skilled guys.
1: I think Th- Nakua's is better than Robert Woods, though.
0: I mean, he's five games into his career. Robert Woods had a couple of really really good years.
2: Right. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he, Robert Woods was not good, but I think Puka Nakua starting in this offense. Robert Woods didn't start in this offense. Puka Nakua started in this offense was crazy successful from the beginning, and the longer he stays in it, the more effective and the better he'll be because he'll understand the nuances in it, and he can continue to build a relationship with Stafford or whomever the quarterback may be.
3: Yeah. So and if when you, you look
2: have, at the, sorry, go ahead. If you have two of those guys, yeah, operating at that level, if you look, if Stafford looks up and one's covered, I can guarantee you the other one won't be. Well, yeah,
1: and- look at the schedule that they've had. How many teams – how many people would have thought they would be doing better than what they are? I um, didn't. When we look at Seahawks, Niners, Bengals, Colts, Eagles. That is a tough start. And the fact that they won two of those games, I think beating Seattle, everybody surprised. Mm-hmm. The Colts, that was a really close game. But I bet you a bunch of people picked the Colts to win that game.
0: Yep. I mean, they also – listen, they have the Cardinals coming up. They've mm-hmm. got the Steelers at home. Mm-hmm. And frankly, the Cowboys on the road it doesn't look that intimidating based on who the I mean put it this way. Oh boy. I'm not saying they're gonna win. I'm saying they can compete in that game and possibly win. They play at Green Bay um in early October, so it's not like balls cold there yet. So, I mean, listen, I think you're right, Brown. Right? I think the Rams have to go on your watch list as at 2 and 3 right now. Mm-hmm. Um they've got some good things going on their offense. I'm still questioning a lot of their defense.
2: They will beat Dallas they will beat Dallas. Dallas' secondary is it, it, – I don't know what it is, but you put those three dudes yeah. against that Dallas secondary, they will beat Dallas.
1: And listen, like we can like break it down week to week, but I think as as a whole, five weeks after the season, we talked about it, right? The Eagles, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, Lions, very good. The Niners, yes. very good. Yes. Everybody else in the NFC, it's a crapshoot right now, dude. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Like so that- Falcons and Saints, nobody's bucks nobody's scared of those teams. Seahawks, you really believe in Geno Smith again? I don't. The Cowboys? No thanks. Packers? I don't think so. No. I think it's wide open after the top 3 teams in the NFC. And that, yeah. and that
2: leaves four I think yeah, four playoff spots wide open for grabs. And we may have another playoff team with a below 500 record because also the teams at the at the middle to to end middle, they're not very good. They're not very good. We've seen a lot of bad football for the first five weeks of the season. This weekend, not excluded, because as good as the 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 uh, uh Raven Steelers game was to quote unquote watch the drama of it, it was that was bad football, man. That yeah. was bad football.
0: Lamar Steelers are that, that pick. Ooh, oh man,
2: Kenny Pickett just Kenny Pickett.
0: Period. That's the, mm-hmm. just bad. Yeah. All right, let me do this. Let me keep going because there are other storylines that I know from I like, the weekend. I like the Rams. Uh, this year. So do I. I, I think the Rams are likable because the Rams are not what they were when they won the Super Bowl, where they went out and they got Odell Beckham and they went out and they got Vaughn Miller and they were, they pushed all the chips in and they spent whatever it took. This is a group of guys that are young. They're not superstar first round pick guys. There are most of these guys you don't, you didn't know them in college, frankly. Um, and I just, and I, I I gotta like a guy like Stafford, who's in his mid thirties, who everybody doubted, myself included, who's mm-hmm. you know, kind of playing the way he is.
1: It would be helpful if they do go get a Von Miller or Eric Weddle to help them on that defense, though. So.
3: <laughs> or or, <laughs> like... or they realize
0: that you know th- I don't think they will, but I mean, if they ever realize, hey, we're not winning the Super Bowl this year. I, I personally, if I could find somebody to trade Aaron Donald, I, I might consider doing that because Ooh. that's their weakness, is their defense.
2: And uh I See, I know know. it's it's hard
0: to like imagine trading a great player.
2: I wouldn't do that because in the playoffs, this offense can score against anybody. I know they had a tough time in the second half against the Rams, but I think I'm sorry against the Eagles. But the second time around with this group together in a playoff by the time the playoffs roll around. I like that in Philadelphia. I like that anywhere because that what, what they do will translate like we've seen it win a Super Bowl and it wasn't even at its best. And I think this group of three, along with Higby at tight end, and if Jefferson ever does anything, that's a that's a no. number one wide receiving core in the league.
1: What we found out right now is that Browner loves his L.A. teams that don't have defense. USC and the Rams. Like, let's go. <laughs> <Kaboom>! <laughs> let's go. <laughs> no, All right,
0: so it. let me let me say another storyline from this weekend that I, I kind of feel like nobody really paid as much attention to it. I uh-huh. did. I, no, not Colorado. Uh, the Broncos and the Jets. Ugh. You know what? I couldn't Ugh. help myself. Really? Yeah, I couldn't help myself. I got caught up in that storyline. I, I forgot sh- about the storyline. I- that was Sean- bad football
2: too, by the way.
0: Yeah, but I just, i guess I didn't forget about it. You know, Sean Payton, to me, what he did when he first got there and insulting another coach, somebody that's a brother in the profession. Um, When you're playing commentator, I get it. But when you're actually wearing a whistle and you're wearing your visor, I just think. It's probably just a classier move to not rip the previous coach to say it was one of the worst coaching jobs of all time. And then to have the dolphins put up 70 on you and then have the jets show up in your stadium, not with Aaron Rodgers, but with Zach Wilson, who has been a national laughing stock at quarterback for the jets to have Zach Wilson go to Denver with Nathaniel Hackett as his coordinator, not with Aaron Rodgers, and beat Sean Payton and beat Russell Wilson. Um, I don't know. I kind of like that football revenge story. I did. I just
2: it it was just bad football. Like oh, that's priceless. Oh no, no. There's a better meme out there now. The new cowboys meme. You see the guy calling somebody on the phone and yeah. a full cowboy? That that's yeah. fantastic. That's the new and one. This, this was just this was bad football. This was really bad quarterback play. Zach Wilson was not good in this game either. And Russell Wilson was just as bad as he was the second they stopped letting him run around after the first quarter. I just don't I, I just don't know what I was supposed to get from this game. I it it just was ugly. It was ugly. I thought I thought the ugliest game this weekend would be Cardinals Bangles. Mm-hmm. But Joe Burrow showed up and Jamar Chase showed up, and that was that was good A1 offensive football, but yeah. nothing was uglier than that game.
1: Well, I think the like last season, it was so easy to jump on Hackett because he was doing like Mario Cristobal stuff. Yeah, you no, know, it was it was like time management. It, it was is. just looking out of his element. And the sideline like was
2: shot erupting
1: with Sean Payton. It's not that he's doing bonehead stuff. It's just they just got worse. They just got worse. Right. The Broncos don't look like like a
0: very talented football team. Should Should we consider that what Sean Payton is doing is one of is one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of football because he took a team that was bad. And then he made them worse. And here was Sean Payton after the game yesterday. I, I love this stuff, man. I, I was a Russell Wilson fan. You guys know that I came over to the corny side. So and Russell, Russell Wilson. I mean, what oh. what what can he do with the remainder guys, of his career?
1: You guys, yeah, the Broncos, that extension yeah. hasn't kicked in yet. Not oh, even no kicked way. in yet. No way. Man, has, dude, going nowhere. Starting next year is when it kicks in. 50.
2: Man. Is it 50, right?
1: Well, next year it's not too bad, but it gets bad. Next his cap number at least. I don't really know his salary. I have this cuz I have a Broncos fan friend yeah. and he sent me this. He's like, "Dude, it hasn't even kicked in yet. His cap number next year 22 million. Not terrible. But then 35.5, 55.4, 58.4, 53.4 and 54.4, 296
0: million dollars. He'll never see any of that. He'll never see any of it. They have to cut him. Which the contract? will, will see go. the
2: cap. The Broncos right. will see it on the cap Exactly. Side. Who will at the end of the day, who would have had the worst contract? That contract or the Deshaun Watson contract? Because that looks way worse now.
0: It Wilson's does look bad. Worse right now. It does look yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, here's here's Sean Payton. Here's what he said after the game. And Browner, get ready because I think it's almost it's almost that time. There obviously was a lot
1: of focus on this game, your USA Today comments regarding Hackett. How do you look at that as a chapter in your coaching career where some people yeah. might say Hackett got revenge today?
2: Yeah,
3: listen, they played better than us, and I credit, you know, Robert and that staff. They won the game, um, and I think that's that's how I look at it.
0: Coach, do you regret, though, those comments, making those comments? I, at, I, already, I already addressed that, though, and it's a fair
3: question, but I think we already addressed that the, the next day. Yeah. It's fair. Shout out Denver I'm judging, I'm judging Denver your writers. question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> let me, let me just
3: let
2: me just say this about Sean Payton cuz I'm not a fan. If the Bears didn't bail him out, imagine how much worse this loss would have looked. Cuz you lose to the Bears who had lost 13 in a row and just looked utterly like they don't even know what football is. And then you lose like this to a team and a, and a former coach who you said was the worst coaching job you had ever seen. And now you you are winless, you're 0-5. And, 5.
0: and no, by all I reports, think they, he's this no, no, they won, right? A, they they beat yeah, They, they would have been.
1: Saying. He's saying they would have been winless. Mm-hmm. Right. And how mm-hmm. bad would it look? And here's the second God. highest paid coach in North American sports. Wow, oh, no bad. way. Really? Oh. It was reported last week that Sean Payton makes this, like fifteen or sixteen million, which is like right behind Bill Belichick.
0: Jeez, okay. Super Bowls. Speaking of Bill Belichick. Um and that's over I, too. I know I keep saying it. <laughs> I know I keep saying it. Tom Brady is sitting somewhere going, dude, I tried to tell you guys. I tried mm-hmm. to tell you. And and Tom Brady was able to leave the Patriots and win a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers the next year. I don't think Bill Belichick and the Patriots have been back to the postseason since Tom Brady left. Somebody could fact check me on that. I would, I would have...
2: question if they've had a winning record.
0: Were they in the postseason like one year? Weren't they there last year? Gosh, you'd have to remind me, but I'll tell you right now, the point I'm trying to make is is that when Bill Belichick is getting spanked the way he has, when the New Orleans Saints... Hey, listen. 2021,
1: they were there. Okay.
0: When the Cowboys beat you, okay, all right. I mean, listen, we all have kind of talked about how the Cowboys are not in the same class as the 49ers, but okay, the Cowboys beat you. When the Saints beat you 34 to nothing... um, When you scored three points in two weeks? You got Mm. major, major problems. Mm. I mean, put it this way you might think of the Patriots as being one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. A yeah. Bill Belichick coach team is one of the worst teams in the NFL. How about that?
1: I had the revelation in my brain yesterday as I, as I continued to root for the Vikings to tank. I was like, I never thought I said it out loud. I never thought we'd be competing with Bill Belichick and the Patriots for the Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. But if it's a, it, when you look around, there's no way the Panthers give up on Bryce young after one year. So they no. won't no do way. it. No they way. They won't do it. They don't have a the pick. Bear, the bear. Right. But that's what I was gonna say. The Bears won't pick. Won't they're not gonna give up on Justin Fields? I think Ryan no. Poles loves Justin Fields way too much. But the Patriots, what's one of their issues? They can't move the ball. Mac Jones is not a very good quarterback. They don't nope. have a lot of offensive talent. Um, I think that the Patriots are primed and ready to go tank mode. But yeah. let me because they're gonna me, bench Mac Jones. They're gonna bench him. But let me light this grenade and throw it.
2: Look at Mac Jones's college career. It's, it's decorated championships yeah. it's Heisman okay. similar to
1: Caleb Williams yeah but but the no, thing with, we always talked about we always talked about with Mac Jones though we always Come talked on, about Mac Jones player. dude Mac Jones had a Heisman winner Devontae Smith he had number one picks all around him at USC you're not hearing anything about even Jerry Rice's son you're not hearing anything Browner, about.
0: Browner I would say this to you you know um, all your talk about Joe Burrow early in his career mm-hmm. like Joe Burrow had all this talent around him at LSU one of the greatest college offenses of all time Joe Burrow turned into a star this kid had all those same kinds of talents around him, and he's just not very good. All right, hold on one second. Before we uh, before we move on here, Big Brown, tell me this. Last Thursday, when Brett Weiss from Mushroom Life came on the show, I he then, the next day he delivered a bunch of stuff to you. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I'm curious, how are things going? Because people are asking me about Mushroom Life now all the time, number one. Number two, Brett said last week on Thursday, I'm giving away, for the first 10 buyers, I'm giving a hat and a football, and I'm going to ship it to you um and as of like this past weekend he's like dude we sold nine like right away so i don't know if we got to the full 10 right away or not but how are the how are all the new products that he hooked you up with
2: well the new products are good i haven't i haven't i I haven't had time to fear through the woods of the the mind mushroom yet
0: the uh yeah the yeah uh, euphoria Euphoria I'm, product.
2: I'm I'm taking my time with that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna need my weekend clear to, to, yeah. to, to go in those woods. And start every, early. Right. But everything else, I'm on, I'm I'm still on the bike. I'm still riding. I'm still, you know, uh, sustaining mentally, and I'm still beating that mental energy. So these mm-hmm. are the same two things. I've been on them since I got them. And 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 you know what time it is when it's time. I gotta get now, my Alex, two you, drops there. Do you know
0: what time it is when it's time? It's time. Oh, look, look at my dog. Oh, and now he's not even complaining. Like, I don't have enough. I got to mm-hmm. dip into Alex's box. Look at him go. Mushroomlife.com, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. If you are thinking about- He's me, never
2: I, getting his box. He's never right. getting his box. But if you're the kind I, of person- Don't let me that, tell you what he did this, this past week.
0: Okay, okay but, it, but if you're the kind of person that takes prescription pills for sleep or for uh, anxiety or for focus, there is a plant-based medication made by a company right here in San Diego, Mushroom Life. You get 50% off your first order, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. All right, listen, for all the radio listeners, a lot more NFL, a lot more baseball, a lot of college football still on the way. For everybody else,
3: we're going to go get uncensored. Stick around. All right, everybody. Hey, it's Monday
0: and this is the uncensored portion of today's podcast. Now I have not told Alex or Browner what I'm about to tell you guys, which is that, um, I wanted to start with today's uncensored. Normally the way we do the show is we record all the segments of the show. We record them that way for radio and TV and for overall podcasts, but then we get to the end and this is usually the very last segment that we record on a day, you know? Um, but I asked everybody if we could start it First, and this is the first time we've ever done this, and here's why. Because if I come on today talking about the Rams and the Eagles, or if I'm talking about the Cowboys and the Niners, if I'm talking about the Dodgers collapse in game one, uh, USC just barely skating by, uh, all these sports stories that I want to get to today, Miami's ridiculous decision in in college football, just all the sports stories I want to get to. If I start talking about all that stuff before we get to, to what's on my chest, I will I'll be faking it the whole way and everybody will know. <laughs> and more than anything, it'll bother me. And then what will happen is the stuff I really have to get off my chest will bleed into the show. And I actually think the radio show and the TV show is uh, very sports centric and goofy centric. It's not like heavy political centric. You feel what I'm saying, dog? Yeah, I'm looking at yeah. you, Brown. Do you feel what I'm saying? I was, saying? Like, me. I was like, like, who's he on. talking I'm to? I'm looking at, at Brown. you feel me, mm-hmm. dog, or not?
2: I listen, listen, you know, I always love a good political opinion. This just yeah. normally isn't the place for it. So I don't do it here.
0: Yeah, same. Um, unless, you know, like there have been a lot of times where we've had to, you know, get serious about stuff. I'll yes. try and make this I'll make this brief Um, because I didn't say anything on social media all weekend. The reason I didn't say anything on social media is because I was in Boise with my daughter this weekend and it was literally I got up there Saturday morning. And by the way, disaster. OK, I'll talk about that during the radio show. Getting there, Browner. You were a thousand percent right. I was a thousand percent right. I have not yet told Rachel that she was wrong and I was right. But I think it's it's kind of it's sort of sp- speak spoke save whatever. It, save, it, yeah, save, whatever. It, save it. Spike the ball, dog. Spike that shit. I'm not spiking anything yet. But here's the deal. I have to get this off my chest or I can't talk sports. What happened in Israel this weekend is killing me, and I think it may be because um, obviously it hits close to home, um, just as American Jews. Like, that's just all there is to it. Guys, recently, the, the high holidays, right? The rabbi makes this sermon and he's talking about this story about how how Israel is so divided, kind of like America. You know what I mean? Like, you know how we become so divided, the right, the left, half and half. He's like, Israel is the same way, but it's mostly between like the ultra religious Jews and the people who are kind of like myself and the people like myself. We got to go fight in the army. We got to go make a military commitment. And the ultra religious don't. I don't know all the political stuff that's going on in Israel, but I'm listening to this rabbi tell this story about how Israel's like on the verge of a borderline, like civil war, the way we kind of looked at the U S and um, then I saw this 60 minutes piece about what he was talking about. I had no idea. I literally, the two coincided. So I'm, I'm all of a sudden in the last two weeks, Israel, a lot of consciousness for me. What happened over the weekend in Israel, dude, are you, did you guys watch any of this or we? Because I, you know me, I'm not the biggest news guy. I follow sports, sports, sports. I don't follow all the news. But did you guys follow what happened this week? Well, weekend? you
1: know me, and I'm not a news guy at all. I get all my stuff on social media. So I got like a lot of the boots on the ground videos. Mm-hmm. On And it, it looked terrifying, to be totally frank with you. Like uh, for me, the one that there was a music festival happening in Israel. Oh, right. And then these dudes rolled up to this music festival and started kidnapping people and killing people. So I got my news via. That kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Bronner, I know you're uh, always tuned in.
2: Yeah, I've always been uh, aware of what is going on in the Middle East. Uh, the, mostly because, again, I don't talk about this like my father was a Muslim. And and the, and the and that's one of the small things I did actually get to know a lot about him and, and how he cared for that part of the world. And so I have uh, my best friend's wife is a Muslim as well. And so I have always been in tune in, with what is happening in that part of the world.
0: Yeah. And like, I have a really super close friend. I mean, I, like we're putting our, our black friends on the table right now, Browner. Um, <laughs> it's like, I have, I have a super close friend that's Iranian. You're really close friend. Mm-hmm. And so this whole thing just upsets me so much. I can't imagine. Now, Just just think about this. Think if, now, for those of you in San Diego, imagine this. You're at a concert. Down in Chula Vista, at the amphitheater in Chula Vista, right, and in the middle of a concert, all of a sudden, guys start coming down the air, you know, on parachutes, and these aren't the uh, Navy SEAL leapfrog guys doing a performance. What the hell is that? They they seem to have these flags, and those don't look like our guys, and this doesn't look like part of the show, and that's happening, and then at the same time, in Del Mar, hypothetically, at the beaches there's boats with guys and they're getting off the boats and they're carrying guns and they're just mowing people down. And then, then at the, at the border down in San Ysidro, we're sleeping at the wheel and guys come in and pick up trucks and guns and start pulling people out of their houses. I mean, I'm trying to paint the picture because I think a lot of times we just look at this on TV and we go, Oh, well, that's in another part of the world. That doesn't bother me. I don't care. You know? Um, I think generally speaking, Americans understand our relationship with Israel and how important it is for us uh, to have that part of the world stabilized. But let's just talk about the human part of it. People being pulled out of their houses and gunned down people at a music festival running for their lives, hiding in like some sort of like building and guys coming in and just mowing everybody down. What did they think they were going to do? Kill everybody with, with like with like a hundred guys with guns and pickup trucks and, But dude, you talk about being asleep at the wheel. Like America was asleep on 9-11, we had no concept of terrorists using planes. And even if we did, and there was a a breakdown in our security systems and, and our spies and all other, forget about all that stuff for now. That's what happened. We were asleep at the wheel. Thousands of people died. The Israelis, the most secure country in the world, so you would think, one of the most sophisticated militaries in the world, Asleep. How the hell could these guys come? You you got this military defense stuff, and these guys are flying down. And they're taking your beaches and they're going through your borders. But all that aside, you fuck you freaking pull into people's houses like a bunch of animals. What is this fucking game of thrones? Like a bunch of animals, like a bunch of savage animals with no no uh appreciation for human life and pull people out of their houses? Kill them? Uh chase people from uh, from a music festival and gun people down i i mean launching thousands of rockets what did they think was going to happen well what did they think israel's gonna go hey we're sorry i mean dude it will be complete and utter total devastation of that area once and for all and uh man As just, just, I, if I didn't say this, if I didn't get this off my chest, if I didn't just talk about this a little bit before we start today's show, I could never possibly go on the air and talk sports. It'd be disingenuous. I'd be pissed at myself and it's not the venue. Like the, the Kaplan and crew show on radio and TV, it's not the venue necessarily, but we like to take on this kind of shit. Um, but when it hits home like this Browner, like it's hit home for you many times
2: Mm -hmm.
0: when it hits home like this, um, I mean, it should it this should bother everybody, not Jewish or not Jewish. I've never been to Israel. I want to go. Not not now, but I've been wanting to go forever. I've never been. Uh, but as a Jewish American, I mean, my God. I, I don't know, man. To see to see what I saw this weekend. Again, this is not Game of Thrones on TV, asshole. You know what I'm saying?
2: There's a, <clears throat> this is not a topic that uh should be debated. What, so what I will say is this, any loss of human life is sad and really unnecessary when it could literally be worked out at a table.
3: Well, you, so, you
2: could, if you
0: had, if you had two parties that wanted to work it out, one party would love to live peacefully. And another party, their whole mission in life is to make sure that these guys are eliminated from the earth. So you don't have, the, you don't have two parties that can, can negotiate. This is
2: Okay. This is just this is a this is not there's too many lives lost for this to be a debatable topic. I would just hope that the level of violence that has occurred over the weekend ceased to exist because there's been violence on both sides in this particular uh, battle between these two groups. And some of it goes uncovered. What happened this weekend was plastered everywhere. And so they this didn't happen for no reason. There was a reason behind all of this, whether people agree with it or don't agree with it, that the way that it was done was savage and disgusting. Those were not military people who they were attacking. Those were not government buildings they were attacking. Those were people at a concert. That should never be acceptable, no matter what the retaliation for what was done beforehand. It's unacceptable, and it is not the way if you're trying to send a message or if you're trying to get Uh, Land back or peace for your people or however you want to chalk it up, attacking women, attacking innocent people, kidnapping people who, you know, for whatever reason you did it, it can be done better ways in the way it was done over this weekend.
0: What could be done better? What could be done better?
2: If you feel like your land was stolen from you and if you feel like your people have been kidnapped and put in prison for reasons that were never explained to you and you feel like you have been under attack and that you live in basically a prison with no walls. Like those are what those people feel like. And so when they have pushback against that, whether people agree with it or disagree with it, it's going to be messy. And that's what this is. And it's unfortunate that the lives were lost in the way that they were, but you know, it's going to be ugly going forward now because Israel can't do anything. They have to do something. Oh,
0: they're they're going to they're going to tear the place apart. And, right. you know, listen, it, it, and and the worst part of it is, is that countries like Iran, which really are, you know, according to the reports, you know, that they seem to be the supporter of all of this. They're they funded kind of, it. They're the ones that are sort of the green light of all of this. Their mm-hmm. their hands are as dirty as everybody else's hands. Absolutely. You know? And so, you know, all these these folks in the Gaza Strip that, that think that you're like you're saying, Browner, that, um, hey, we can't live a nice life over here. And it's mm-hmm. their fault over there. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't their brothers who are the ones that are funding their terrorism? Why don't they help take care of these people? You know why? Because it's better to just keep them as terrorists to go do our dirty work. So, I mean, listen, I don't want to get into a full debate like you said about it. All I yeah. wanted to say was that it's it's really it's just a freaking terrible thing to watch happen. And um, to see the the body cams now that that these terrorists were wearing that have been recovered, you know, um, And to see these guys go pulling in like it's a fucking video game. I mean, it just, just terrible. Absolutely terrible. Really is. So again, this is the uncensored portion. We usually finish with this. I just wanted to start with it because if I didn't get it off my chest,
3: I would have had it bleed into sports talk today. So uh, we'll see you guys all tomorrow.